0: You do you. Let TrueGreen do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: Let's face it. People have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Slash Awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, everybody!
2: Rock, rock, double toast. I'm over the moon today hi, 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 about our guest because she is your friend. She is a writer. You guys have known each other forever. You have history and chemistry. Um, you're an. She's an actress, a comedian, um, someone I deeply respect and kind of girl crush on, not to sound creepy, but let me just Totally, totally. Um, fun fact, she gets a mean weekly hankering for In-N-Out, the famous, um, you know, California uh, burger. Yes. Um, you get it with grilled cheese, extra onions, extra, extra, extra onions. That's my favorite. I could eat an onion like an apple. Totally. It's comedian and onion lover, Natasha Leggero. Thank you. Knowing your In-N-Out order now. <laughs> Wait, but it's grilled onions. Yeah. Grilled oh, or
3: pickled only, no raw onions, please. I like the raw. Onion. Raw? I do. Okay. But the In-N-Out
4: grilled onions, I could eat a bucket of them right now. They're so good. I
3: don't wanna see that. Okay, understood.
4: <laughs> I don't know, I just think about, you know, we're like the same age. I've known you forever. I'm so proud of you with this book. And our friend Chelsea Handler called this the funniest book she's ever read about parenting. Talk so about- Congratulations. on that. So Chelsea she Handler knows what is. she's talking she's brilliant.
2: about. I absolutely love this book. And I just wanna say on behalf of all lovers of comedy, and all moms out there, this is the book you need. It's so good. It's so good. Well well done. Well, Well, in honor of your book, we've actually handpicked headlines all about parenting today. Natasha, take it away. Oh, Come on. Okay, let's do it. First up, some positive
3: co-parenting news. Jennifer Lopez has nothing but praise for Jennifer Garner. CNN Entertainment Reports' Jen L told Vogue that Jen G is an, quote, amazing co-parent, and she and Ben, quote, work really well together. What else are you gonna say? They say <laughs> <laughs> they're taking a lot of care in blending their families. Lo hopes her new kids see Ben as a new ally and his kids see her as the same. The Jens and Ben working together. Sounds like success. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All joking aside. I know. If there's a better model for co-parenting than Jennifer Garner out there, I'd like you to produce that person. I hear you. That woman is a saint of tone and uh, all through the years when they were being attacked by the public, he was going through stuff. Like, she just was a model person.
4: She is a model person. Like. (laughs) Agreed.
2: Again, I don't know what, I just see the women
3: behaving in a way that feels like a good model. Also, how much would you have to hate your ex to turn down three days a week of free babysitting? Oh my God. (laughs) Because I'm thinking about co-parenting myself. I'm like, wait, you would just be in charge then for three to four days a week? And I wouldn't have to pick up all the slack? Not a bad deal. I was thinking
4: about, when I was reading this story, I was thinking about how amazing it is that they are. So being being public about how they're working it out and everything, but I I do have to say, Drew, when you were saying how amazing Jen Garner is and JLo, I was thinking about you. Because you come on this show and you talk about how you are co-parenting and making it work and doing it at a place of love, and I think, These are the kind of stories people aren't telling that often. I think Mm -hmm. blended families are so much more common now than ever before. These are conversations and dynamics that people are dealing with that are not talked about. And I just think you are one of those people who are doing it. Yes. (laughs) Honestly. A
2: lot to me. Right, our parents all got divorced. We might be, but you know what, who cares? Yeah, we well, love them. Anyway, next, the New York Post reports there's a new parenting tribe, and it's called sittervising Coined by Seattle mom Susie Allison, it's the opposite of helicopter parent. It means stepping back and supervising your, play, your kids' playdates from a seated position. Let them do their thing, play amongst themselves, healthy independence. Natasha, thoughts?
3: Okay, I am an aspiring non-helicopter mom. I don't know what that's called, but like I am, I didn't think I would be a helicopter mom because I had like, I was such a like, I had so much joie de vivre before I had my kid and I wasn't expecting to be like this fearful person. Um, so now I'm like seeing this at the playground and I'm screaming, be careful, stop it, new shoes, what this!" you know? And, and I just think that I don't want to act like that, but I don't know that sitting down is gonna help.
2: No. It's like so hair being a parent, you look nuts, you feel nuts, and how are we gonna raise kids that don't feel nuts?
4: Wow. (laughs) All right, Uh, well finally, I need your take on this one. Having kids apparently changed your life, no question, but many say it also fundamentally changes who you are. Parent.com reports that scientifically, women who birth babies undergo changes in hormones that increase the size of neurons and improve memory and learning ability. Really? Yeah, you're not just making a baby, you're increasing your brain power, I guess. But no matter if you physically birth your kids or not, many moms report being uh, being changed in many fundamental ways. Some say they have more empathy than before. Do you find
3: that to be true? Oh, I start crying all the time now. You do? Yeah.
4: So you can't stop crying. How about this? Others say that now, they, since they've had their baby, they have uh, the superhuman powers about using every hour and every day. They somehow manage to get more done
2: than ever before. Do you oh, think that's God. true? Oh now I really hate this article. You're <laughs> smarter and get more, more done, done. And you're so amazing, I bet you lose weight too. <laughs> Okay, so we
4: don't relate to this article? Not really. Okay, Not
2: even a little. I call such BS on it. The only thing (laughs) I think kids hopefully inspire you to do is think bigger and better and beyond yourself. And all that sort of low-stakes, selfish behavior it shifts and you become a better person. Mm-hmm. But now you're like me, crying on TV. I like <laughs> images like this. You know, let's embrace the humor and the mess. I don't really relate to that, like, I'm in my kitchen and I'm cooking and I'm fabulous, and here, like, I can't. That is not what it looks like for me at it's all. It's chaos. This is funny. <laughs> Thank you, Natasha Legero. Thank you, Drew. the funniest book you'll read on Children now, and after the break, Fat Joe is here. Now, he famously had a public feud with our dear friend 50 Cent, but he's going to tell us what made them make things right after 10 long, 10 long years. Mom, oh, well, brain! Thank you! <laughs> Case in point! of this show. He's been on so many times. He and I have gone to different neighborhoods together and toured and, you know, just really become friends over the last few years of the show. He's a Grammy-nominated artist, actor, entrepreneur, and author of the new memoir, The Book of Jose, The Man Who Can Do It All, except he does have one fear. Apparently he hates flying. I gotta get into that. Please welcome the one, the only, Fat Joe! (laughs) (laughs)
6: Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you. What's thank you.
2: Up? Um, Oh my goodness, I, th- you know, you're such a good person. You know, you change neighborhoods and you bring awareness. And yet you get to be cool, fat Joe. Like, how do you do it all? How do, Ooh. you know, you pull off all the different colors and themes?
7: Well, for me, is I come from nothing. I come from the bottom, uh, and I'm very conscious and I'm very uh, comfortable with where I came from. And so the people in my community, in my village, allow me to get in so much trouble and still make it out alive that I feel an obligation to my hood, to my community. And we constantly, whether it's... Uh, The brothers and sisters, they passed away in the Bronx, 17 of them this year. We raised two million dollars for them. Uh, And So I'm constantly, I say thank you so much for embracing me and showing me so much love. I just have to give it back to my people.
2: That Mm -hmm. is uh, incredible.
7: Well, you know, when I wrote this book, this Book of Jose, it was all about transparency. It wasn't just telling you about my wins. It would tell you a lot about my failures and stuff I went through because I want the next generation to pick this book up and see that you could go through dark times. You could go through depression, uh, suicidal thoughts. You could go through getting locked up and going broke and then coming back and being on top of the game again, but you could do it all with a smile and you don't have to give up and you got to fight through. Life is It's just a a bunch of lessons. It's a bunch of, it's not failures. It's just lessons to prepare you for the next phase. You know, I went through depression. My brother dealt with so much drug abuse that he went blind from using drugs. Okay, my sister passed away giving birth. She went in a coma. She was in the the, uh, home for eight months straight. I had to go with my mother and father every day and, and relive this. Uh, she passed away, my grandfather passed away, all in the same week or two. And so it took me to a real, real dark place. And I said, Joe, you gotta stop beating yourself up, you know, because we get one life. And so my mentor, J.R. Reiniger, who recently passed away, he would say, you go to the cemetery, you see the day you was born, you see the day you died. It's what you do with the dash that's real important.
2: I mean, I am so glad I asked that story. That is, again, now something that I have looked at my entire life, a headstone. Never will I look at it the same way. Thank you.
7: Mm. Thank Mm. you. Yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here to uh, move knowledge down, uh, be informative.
2: Okay, so our dear friend, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, just came over. He
7: hosted the show.
2: He hosted the show. Is it true that you guys like had a feud and you guys learned to forgive and like what came out of that?
7: This is a terrible, like, like a hip hop beef. And we definitely thought one of How us How did was it start? Go, well, you know, you had a beef with a good friend of mine, Ja Rule. Ja Rule and Irv, God, he saved my life. They the ones who produced the record, What's Love For Me. And so when they, when they had this beef, he felt like I was being a real friend to Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. And so he came at me, you know, 50's a warlord in the hip hop. Yes. Just in hip hop. And so it just got real bitter, real bad. And then uh, the the guy who discovered me, his name is Chris Lighty. He passed away. Uh he discovered 50 Cent as well. Okay. So we both, when he passed away, we both went to the funeral. We seen each other for the first time. We've been arguing for like seven years. And then we did a tribute on B on the BET Awards for Chris Lighty. And we ended up uh, rehearsing, and then he ends up right next to me. He said, peace for Chris Lighty. Really? So I shook his hand, and we've been best friends ever since. (gasps) I love that.
5: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: All right, we're back and we're going to get our craft on here to teach us some DIY projects that are fun for kids and adults because, listen, we all love crafting, is the author of P.S. We Made This, Erica Domasak. Woo! one of my nearest and dearest on this show, someone who has also like Fat Joe, been on this show since day one, my dear friend, it is the Shirley Temple King himself, it's Leo Kelly, everybody! <laughs> All right, what are we creating today? And Leo, have you ever attempted what we're about to do?
7: No, this is uh, definitely a first for me, but I am very excited
8: to try it, so let's just dive in. What are we doing today? Okay, so my new book that just came out is all about using what you have. And I don't know if you're like me, but I'll go through the laundry and I always just have like one random sock. Where do the other one go? I uh, don't know! Where do they go? So instead of throwing away that sock, we're gonna create a little sock caterpillar friend out right. of the things we already have at home. All right, how do we go okay. about this? So Take it away. Everything we have right here, we've got a sock, now you can fill it with paper towels, tissues. It's The book is all about using what you have to be creative. My thing right now, I have an almost four year old, okay? And it's about putting down screens to connect with your kids. It doesn't matter what your age is. I think we all need that time to like use our hands and be creative. So all you're gonna do is stuff one in and you're gonna make the head a little Little head in there. I love that I haven't even told you guys what to do and this is my favorite part about, it's so easy, you're already figuring it out. What we're yeah. doing is putting rubber bands around each little ball right here to create the caterpillar. It's easy, it's easy. So I have one that's already put together, you guys have one too. And the fun part is decorating it and making it your own. The whole idea is about, you know, it does. it's not even about like what it ends up looking. Kids will have so much fun doing these projects for a birthday party, snow day, rainy day, I don't know. Leo,
2: you have siblings, you have parents. Like, mm-hmm. tell us as adults, like what could we do to be more playful?
7: Yeah, this is hard, I mean, <laughs> there's so many great things about parents, but um, the main thing is I think getting off technology, Is that's a very big thing, especially in our family, like, we got my brother over here on the phone and my sister's watching TV. And it's, we're we're all guilty of it, you know? We all do it. But, um, you know, I think getting off the uh, technology for a little bit, even for like 30 minutes, a 30 minute break, is a fabulous way to- I mean, do you wanna come work for me? I mean, I feel like, yeah, I love this. Thank you. And
2: I I feel, I feel like you're right on, and I, I'm ready. I'm making that commitment. I love that. I'm so wow.
8: glad. Are you adding your antennas? I am going to do that right I now. I mean, I'm guilty of that. That's kind of why I created the book because my son, Perfect. he would be like, "Mommy, no phone." "Mommy, no phone." And it really takes two seconds to get a cardboard box to you know to just be creative, and your kids will actually thrive. So. That's just what this whole moment is right now. I mean, I, I look at someone like you who is just—I mean—beyond your like years—and you get it though. I and mean, that's the whole idea that we need to learn how to put screens down. We're all guilty, and there are so many cool, creative things we can do. Look at this cute little caterpillar. So cool. Okay. Um, so cool. It's fun. There's, you know, and I think. Cooking is also something I love doing with my son, so just any way you can be creative. I mean, fabric markers, like I said, you probably have a lot of this stuff at home. I'm adding little cute eyelashes. Well, thanks to you, Erica, now we've got some really cool ideas
2: on things we can do to put stuff down. And I have to say I'm really into my my person. Oh yeah. she's cute. Uh, she's cute. I'm really feeling
8: a little too attached. Wait, wait, she needs antennas though. You gotta take the pipe cleaners, wrap it around, give her like a fun antenna with a little with a little curl. You're All pretty right. much there. You well,
2: thank that. you, Erica, truly for giving us, you know, <laughs> ideas. Let's keep our craft closets going. Let's put our phones down here and there. Let's be a little silly. Yeah, oh, yeah.
8: Yeah. oh, that's cute. Oh, no, I it. like that. Looks oh, cool. It's like a pump roll. Yeah,
2: no, I'm Leah, let me see yours. Very cute. Is cute. I'm Very into cute. this. Eric's book. P.S. We made this is available now, and everyone in our audience is going to go home with a copy. I thank the publishers dearly for that gift. Mm -hmm. And let's see, Leo. I I think we should. Should we name them? Should we name ours? Mine's Estelle. Ah. (laughs) What's your name? Um,
8: I want to go with. I want to go, Larry. Ooh so far we've got Estelle, Larry. I feel like then I need to be like on theme and kind of like, um, maybe this is um, Myrtle? Ooh.
7: Sure! Yes. Yeah, 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 Myrtle. My <laughs> it
8: makes
2: a beautiful family. Thank you, Leo, Bye. Kelly, and Bye. Erica. Up next, we have a quick and easy mint chutney recipe that is sure to please the crowd. You do not want to miss it. It's one of my favorite contents. Chutney recipe from none other than superstar chef, chop judge, Manit Chohan. It is my absolute favorite. And now we know how to make one. Take a
5: look. Nothing is more fresh and fabulous tasting than a zesty mango mint chutney. First, Grab your go-to blender. You'll need one mango, peeled and roughly chopped. Two cups packed fresh cilantro sprigs. Don't get rid of the cilantro stems. That's where all the flavor is. One cup packed fresh mint leaves. You don't need to chop them. The blender's got your back. Add one tablespoon fresh lime juice. Feel free to bay it up. One teaspoon sugar. One third cup water. Puree the ingredients in the blender. And voila, you have delicious mango mint chutney to go alongside some naan. I am Mini Chauhan, and you're going to be addicted to this recipe. Thank you, Mini!
2: You've empowered me with my favorite flavors. I love you. Everybody, we make this show for you, so take it with you. Thank you for coming
0: today. Thank you for watching.
8: And this is Beth. And we are Pansoup Politics, a podcast where we take a different approach to the news. We talk about news, we talk about politics, but we also talk about parenting and travel and pop culture and how all of that affects how we understand the world. We're really different people. Sometimes you'll hear us agree and sometimes not. We think that's where the fun is. We laugh and learn together and with all of you twice a week, every week who Politics is about engaging with each other and the news without the anxiety and the frustration.
2: We hope you'll join our conversation every Tuesday and Friday because politics doesn't have to be exhausting. Our listeners tell us it's like time spent with your good friends who did their homework.